This is ContactTalkRadio.com. Consciousness in action. And you are taking action into your consciousness by tuning into Contact Talk Radio. And on TuneIn.com, Hing.fm, and Upsnap Mobile. Contact Talk Radio. Welcome to Seek Reality Radio with Roberta Grimes. Joyous conversations about what the afterlife evidence and modern science combine to tell us is true about your reality. You have nothing to fear. You are eternal and you are perfectly loved. Knowing the truth changes everything. Now, here is Roberta. There is one beautiful reality. There aren't two. There aren't separate religious and scientific realities. There's just one. And neither mainstream science nor mainstream religions can do more than give us hints about what reality actually is because both of them are belief systems. One is theistic, one is atheistic. And they're mutually exclusive belief systems at that. So we know they can't both be right. So how do we get at the truth? When we study more than 150 years of abundant and consistent communications from the dead, we don't learn only that the dead are alive and that every human life is eternal. We also get a wonderfully detailed view of what actually is going on, and that view is consistent with both cutting-edge physics and the gospel teachings of Jesus. How amazing is that? Today, our wonderful guest is again Dr. R. Craig Hogan. He's a brilliant and fearless pursuer of all these truths. And he was actually the first person with whom I compared notes in detail. He had done the same research. And I discovered that when people compare notes who have done this research, we, we complete each other's sentences. Everybody has reached the same conclusions, which is another great validation of the fact this is all real, folks. This is real. Craig has been instrumental in preparing the greatest conference on afterlife communication ever assembled worldwide, including participants from as far away as Brazil, Korea, Australia, New Zealand, and all over the United States. I'm very excited about this, and as you're hearing this, if you're hearing it live, it's one month from today. So if you haven't already signed up, please do plan to join us in Scottsdale in July. Go to ASCSI.org for more information. That's ASCSI.org. Welcome again, Craig, my very favorite, favorite guest. Oh, it's, I'm really pleased to be here. We have such a wonderful time talking about this subject that's so important and so pertinent today. Tell me why you are so. Now we've we've talked about your history enough that I don't I don't maybe we don't maybe just give people a one second background on you. You you've you've been doing um, afterlife research really your whole life, right? Yeah, it's um, actually was I had spent time in my early years uh, being pre-ministerial. I was going to go into the ministry in, in the Lutheran Church and. And so there I became grounded in the, the uh, text of the canon of the, of the Bible and, and in theology. And uh, from there I, I went into uh, Wheaton College. I was actually a professor in the graduate school at Wheaton College in the Christian Ministries Department. And it was um, after that that I discovered there's much more to life and existence and, and our eternal selves than there is found in religion and that's when I started to really explore and really learn about what's going on and uh, and from there then I became acquainted with these wonderful scholarly people 
intelligent people who have discovered that uh, we are eternal beings having a physical experience. And that's where I started to find out more about the reality of what the universe is rather than the narrow vision of what it is that's taught in religions. And that's taught, frankly, by mainstream scientists, too. If you only look at what's material, you don't see much, is in fact the case. No, uh, they limit themselves to is what the uh, senses can experience. And the senses really experience a very little part of what reality is of the universe. We experience much more when we uh, link ourselves to the universe, to the other side, to uh, our guides, to other people who are... Uh, their higher selves, and we find out when we link to these other consciousnesses that there's a much greater reality and more truth than the five senses can give us. And so limiting themselves to the five senses leaves scientists with a very small piece of reality, and we have to open ourselves to the rest of reality to understand who we really are and what life is all about. The hook really is quantum physics, don't you think? Um, because we, we, we had done our research, we understood what the physics was of the greater reality, and it was hard to reconcile them. I had a lot of trouble getting out of my head the notion of people sitting on clouds looking down. Yeah. But then along came quantum physics, and you turned me on to that. You're, a book which everyone should read is Your Eternal Self by R. Craig Hogan, because that plus Quantum Enigma by Rosenblum and Kuttner, which you turned me on to as well, those two books are key to, for anyone who wants to understand what actually is going on because they show us how it all fits together, how mainstream science through quantum physics fits perfectly with the afterlife reality and actually all of reality that we learn about when we study uh, you know, 150 years of communications from the dead. It all fits perfectly. But I didn't get that till just a few years ago when I read your book, Craig. Yeah, and then what's happened is that science is coming around because science has been looking carefully at this sensory world, this five senses world. When it gets into that five senses world uh, and gets further and further into it and understands it more, it realizes that there are a lot of puzzles that the uh, the Newtonian view of life doesn't uh, is not able to put together. And so the science is coming around to an understanding of spirituality, an understanding of who we are in eternity. And it's kind of knocking the, the scientists right off of their feet. Uh, but at the same time, they refuse to go any further with it. Uh, they won't accept any realities other than the five senses, even though quantum physics is telling, us, telling them that there is much more to life than what's going on in the five senses. So uh, they just have to come around. They just have to learn the, the truth about reality. What, what seems to be the case, um, in, in the, I love quantum physics because I never took regular physics, so I don't know what, what I might have missed there. But what, what quantum physics tells us is that um, basically reality is consciousness-based. And what we find in studying the afterlife is that the the, the physics that operates in the afterlife is just a purer form of, a more extreme form of quantum physics. It's the same thing. It felt like such a wonderful coming home to come to, to read um, Quantum Enigma and come to understand that and read your book as well um, and come to understand that. And I just think I, I, I'm fearless about having scientists study this stuff. They won't study it. They just try to debunk it. Um, but to actually study this evidence 
uh, they would have the same kind of eureka moments over and over that you and I have when we look at it and put it all together. It all fits perfectly. We do have only one reality, and all of this gives us evidence about that one reality. So, um, very exciting. So that's our background. So tell us about the conference, Craig. We have this wonderful conference. So today we're able to communicate with those who have graduated into the next round of life more uh, in, in more ways than have been ever possible uh, throughout the history of humankind. Uh, it's all broken open. Uh, these are gifts that have been given to us. And so now the veil is is the rents. It's uh, dropping from uh, between us and the other side. We're able to communicate with them, and we're finding out more ways almost daily. Uh, and uh, the ways that we're finding out are, are just in their infancy. So what we're doing is it's rather like we're beginning to learn how to talk. And uh, and we're learning a few words, and, and you know, we're just yeah. like babies who are learning how to talk. And and, uh, and we keep seeing Dada and Mama, but we are <laughs> going to be able to pretty soon have entire conversations with those on the other side. So uh, we're just at the beginning of it now, but uh, we brought together those who are the pioneers in this area. And uh, we're going to have them speaking about each of their own areas of research and what they're discovering and how they're able to communicate with the other side. And this is going to be bringing a synergy to what we're doing because of the fact that we're in that effort as well. And uh, what we want to do is we want to bring them together, but then we're also going to make all this available to everybody who comes to the conference so that they can listen in, they can find out about these ways. And several of them are actually going to be teaching the methods there at the conference so that people can walk away with them after they've finished the conference. and. Uh, Suzanne Wilson, who is a medium herself, very, very talented medium, uh, is going to be uh, giving everybody a, a meditation that she uses that uh, enables people to communicate with those on the other side, their own loved ones, and they have marvelous revelations as a result of that. But she's going to be actually doing it there. So she'll be taking people into the meditation there at the conference uh, in order to help people to connect to the other side. And then they'll be able to walk away with these meditations on a CD, and uh, they'll be able to then go home and do them themselves. So uh, Suzanne's going to be there, and she, she's going to be doing that. Um, I'm going to be talking about the self-guided afterlife connections. People can get on the Internet right now, and we've now have had thousands of people get on. Eighty-six yeah, percent of them are able to connect. Wow. Uh, so we know that people can, can do that just by going through a training program. Mine is a training program. I train them in how to become open, uh, how to open to what we call unfoldment. And unfoldment is a marvelous, marvelous concept that we're just beginning to understand now. But what it amounts to is that if you relax and let go of control, those on the other side will take control, and then they will take us into a communication with them. So they'll do all the work. All we have to do is close our eyes, relax into it, and allow them to take control. Uh, so this is just uh, just two of the things that are going to be happening there. And, and um, people who uh, have listened uh, to Seek Reality for a while know about um, Carol Morgan and her son Mikey, who is a 20-year-old, very advanced being who communicates with her through pendulum. They're going to be demonstrating how they do that. They're both going to be there. Carol will be there in body, and um, Mikey is very excited to be there in spirit. Um, for people who are becoming Mikey fans, and he has, uh, he has a legion of Mikey fans now, he's going to be writing a book. We're about to start working on it, and that will come out next year. So um, 
there are going to be people there. Another person who's going to be there, everyone who is interested in this field has heard of Victor Zamet. And Victor and Wendy are excited to be there. They're coming all the way from Australia just to join us in Arizona a month from now. So, um, Frankly, yeah, it would Victor. be worth. I would be going to the conference just to meet Victor. Just to meet Victor, yeah. Just, yes. Um, Victor's a marvelous man. You know, he he is a retired attorney uh, from Australia, and he, he has dedicated his life to helping to people to understand the afterlife and understand how to communicate. And uh, his uh, weekly newsletter is the newsletter in the world about the afterlife and afterlife communication. And uh, he's going to be talking about the the unique area of the physical uh, mental uh, the uh, physical mediums who are able to actually have people come into the room with a group of people and from the afterlife and speak to them uh, and audibly and you can hear them. I've gone to uh, these sessions in which a medium is able to do that and I've had uh, uh, conversations with person who uh, is on the other side and. Uh, We've had family members come into these sessions, and, and they actually materialize in the sessions and communicate with the people wow. who are sitting in the sessions. That, you know, so uh, one instance in uh, one of these sessions that I was in, uh, a father who had passed away just months before in a car accident came through, and uh, he walked over to his son who was sitting in the room, and he spoke with him and told him, don't worry, I didn't suffer. That was his son's big concern, yes. and uh, he said it directly. He said, "Don't worry, I, I didn't suffer." And he explained to some, some things that happened that only the two of them would have known. And, uh, and so, Victor is going to be talking about this unique way in which people are communicating today, and uh, it's just one of the many ways that, that uh, we're experiencing it. Um, very, I, I, I want to hear more about, frankly, physical mediumship as well. Um, I have trouble with all kinds of mediumship. Uh, I, for some reason, that's just been an area I've found it very hard to suspend my disbelief. And it really was only um, Gary Schwartz, who's another star who's going to be there and, and talking to us about his work. And what, what he's doing now is the most amazing stuff he's ever done, even though everything he does is amazing. But he proved to me that Psychic mediums, the good ones, um, are absolutely in contact with our loved ones. There's absolutely no fakery involved. And until I frankly read his book, which I think came out in 2002 called The Afterlife Experiments, I was still having a lot of trouble with psychic mediums. Uh, but the early 20th century deep trance mediums were the real deal, and they're very, very, very rare. But physical mediums who are able to go into trance and bring forth people and have them be in the room and you can have a conversation, those are absolutely the rarest birds of all. Mm -hmm. So that, that he studies those that you had that experience is very exciting. I, I would love to, to do that mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's exciting. And uh, I actually had them, uh, two of them who came into the room put their hands on my head. Uh, oh. And yeah, it's a marvelous experience. And uh and for one of them, he was a, a large man when he was uh, on the earth plane, and and you could feel this large hand. You could feel the the bones oh. and, and across the top of my head. And the other was a, a smaller man, and you could feel the smaller hand uh, on the top of my head. But it was just marvelous experience. And uh, that and you know when when Gary was doing his research, he was doing the Canyon Ranch research, and he was doing it with John Edward and and, uh, yes. and Suzanne. Uh, Suzanne but, Geisman uh, will had, be there as well. Suzanne yes. Geisman, mm-hmm. Suzanne, and actually when he recently had tested Suzanne Geisman, who is a medium, 
uh, and uh, she has a, a master's degree, and, and uh, she was uh, in the Navy. She was a Navy uh, uh, commander, and uh, she was an aide to the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. And Suzanne now is a full-time medium and very talented. She tested, uh, Gary tested Suzanne, uh, and in the test, there were two measures that he used, and one of the measures, she turned out to be 94% accurate. Wow. And what she had given, and in the other measure, using a, a, a different measure, she was 100% accurate. So uh, she's very <laughs> talented, and, and uh, Gary has demonstrated the fact that these mediums are connecting with those in the afterlife. But you, all you have to do is watch someone like uh, Teresa Caputo, you know, uh, or Lisa Williams uh, uh, online or on the video, and. And there's no doubt about the fact that they're connecting with those on the other side because they're real personalities. They're just living in a different realm. They're in a different form. But yes. it's rather like they just are, are, have moved to another country, and you can dial them up and talk to them on the phone, and uh, you can have this communication with them. So we know wow. that's true now. There's no doubt we, about the fact that that's true. We know it's true, and the only reason it's not on the front page of every newspaper is that the scientific community lies about it. Uh, we're, we're going to talk a little bit more about why it's so hard, and we're going to talk more about the conference and more about afterlife communication. Uh, we're just going to take a quick break. You're listening to Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes on the Contact Talk Radio Network. Our guest is the extraordinary R. Craig Hogan, my dear friend, and we'll be right back. Roberta Grimes spent decades reading more than 150 years of abundant and consistent communications from the dead. The result is her book, The Fun of Dying, Find Out What Really Happens Next. The Fun of Dying shows you why your mind is eternal. It explains how you can enjoy the death process, and it describes in detail the glorious forever that awaits us all. Now Roberta follows The Fun of Dying with The Fun of Staying in Touch. Learn how our dead loved ones give us spectacular signs of their survival. Learn about the wonderful ways that you can stay in contact with those you love. Go to robertagrimes.com for more information. It turns out that love really is eternal. If you want to know more about what really happens when we die, or if you're just curious about some of the things discussed on Seek Reality Radio, come and join the friendly seekers at AfterlifeForums.com. Roberta Grimes administers a growing community in an atmosphere of love and acceptance. It really is possible to know the truth. Give yourself the gift of understanding. Share your thoughts with people who are eager to listen. Finally, get your big questions answered. Afterlifeforums.com. The truth about your own eternal nature turns out to be even more wonderful than your most optimistic hopes. Welcome back to Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes on the Contact Talk Radio Network. We're talking with Dr. R. Craig Hogan about the conference. Um, the, the Academy for Spiritual and Consciousness Studies is a venerable organization, been around, well, this is their 38th 
annual conference. Um, and uh, frankly, the first one that they've opened to the world, and the world has said, we can't wait to get in. It's amazing what the wonderful reception has been. This one, July 10th to 13th, 2014, it will be in Scottsdale in the, a beautiful big hotel. Um, and it's called New Developments in Afterlife Communication. Um, the, the guest list uh, the, the presenter list is, is an A-list of people from all over the world who are working in the area of afterlife communication. Um, let's talk about why it's so hard. I mean, if they're alive, perfectly, actually, they're not just alive. They're, they're actually probably healthier, more alive. Their minds are much stronger than they ever were when they were here. Bodies are a limiter on our, on our minds. So they're swell, they're fine, and they're right in the same place we are. So why is it so hard to communicate, Gary? I'm, I'm yeah, Gary, it's, it's, uh, Craig. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's the difficulty is the fact that we are in Earth school, and when we're in Earth school, we have to remain in character. In other words, we have to follow the simulation. Uh, we have to be part of the Earth school, and so uh, it's set up. And when I say set up, that it's a, an act of uh, the source, uh, what we would call God. Uh, that our nature is that we are engaged in the physical realm. We are looking forward, but rather like um, an earthworm that's looking forward as it goes through a tunnel, and and uh, all we see is that which is in front of us. We don't see the entire universe around us. But we have to stay focused on the physical realm in order to meet these challenges. And when we meet these challenges, then we learn and grow and, and, and we become more the, the people whom we can potentially be. Uh, so in order to stay in character, to stay in the simulation, to stay in the, the activities that we're engaged in, we have to not have so much control or direct contact with the other side. Uh, if we did, then that would change everything. We would uh, we would do all kinds of silly, uh, petty things the way that we as human beings do. We would get mad at them because they didn't warn us about something. We would, uh, you know, we would uh, go to them for advice instead of working out our our our, our problems. And, and if they didn't give us the right advice, then we would be very angry with them and all these kinds of petty things. Uh, and so we just can't have that kind of communication. But what we're finding out now is that we can have good communication and real communication at any time that we want to have it uh, so that they are able to uh, to at least give us some guidance or some hints and suggestions, some ways in which they can aid us. Uh, and we're finding out more and more that we can do that. But we will never get to the point where that uh, veil completely drops because then that would take us out of the physical realm. We would no longer be in Earth school. And we wouldn't be learning these lessons that we have to learn. And so that's the reason that it's difficult for us to. But we're finding out that, that all we have to do when we want to communicate is to stop looking forward like the earthworm, where we're only seeing a very little a limited area, and just relax and allow the other side to take control. If we relax and allow the other side to take control, then they will give us guidance. They'll give us these kinds of insights. Uh, they will communicate with us, and it's just a matter of us allowing them to do it. Um, I think there's, and that's, thank you for that wonderful summary. Um, that's, that's the core problem we've had for all these centuries. 
um, the, the dead uh, are able to come to lower vibratory levels because they're in the same spot, but it's like they're on channel 7 and we're on channel 4, something like that. They're just just a, a channel click away. In fact, that's what dying is. Dying is just tuning to it. Your, your mind tunes to a higher vibratory rate and you pick up a whole new solid reality just as you do if you change your, your channel on your TV set. They can come down to our level, although we can't see them, but their minds can tune into our level. The problem is... They can't communicate with us. It's been very painful for thousands of years for, for people to die and then realize that they were being desperately grieved and there was nothing they could do about it because they, they couldn't um, get us word of their safe survival. Because they're right yeah. in the same, they're, they're in the same physical place to the extent it makes yeah. any sense talking mm-hmm. about a physical place. But what they seem to have done over the millennia is work out ways, because their minds are more powerful than ours. They can manipulate our reality, um, and they have figured out ways to do that. Um, one of the things uh, uh, that they do, almost, I think almost all of them try to do it, um, if, if they leave people behind who are really grieving, is they try to give us signs that are, you know, sort of a secret kind of handshake password um, mm-hmm. some of the signs are spectacular i have a book coming out in early august called the fun of staying in touch where i detail some of the signs that the dead give us and and sort of how they do them because we have mikey as an expert he tells us this is how we do this this is how we do that still boggling but at least we know from someone who actually can do it what they do um but those signs are are have always been there for us what seems to be different now is that most of the research being done in the field of communication between the living and the dead is being done by the dead. Dead scientists um, are, are in a much better position to understand how to make communication work. And that's where a lot of the, the impetus that we'll be talking about in a month in Scottsdale, that's where that impetus is really coming from. The living researchers are, for the most part, the lab assistants of, of dead people who are working very hard to help us make this communication clearer. Uh, I think that Knowing that reassures me that we're not doing anything we're not supposed to do, um, but but it's really time for communication to be going to this higher level, and it's just just going to be a matter of time before it's impossible for scientists to ignore anymore the fact mm-hmm. that it's happening. When everybody yeah. can do it but them, they're going to have to say, mm-hmm. wait a minute, maybe we're off track a little bit. Let's look at what's being done here as opposed to just trying to tell people that's not possible. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so that's, and- that's how it's really dawning. Yeah, it's really exciting, and and uh, uh, we uh, we are being given these. So we're being given these methods, and and uh, they are gifts uh, to us. And this is, this conference is the first time that we have actually brought everyone together who has been been given these. We know that there are teams on the other side that are working with us. Every one of us knows our teams. Um, I have uh, met members of my team uh, who are working with me. Uh, Rochelle Wright, who is another person who's coming there, has met the person who's heading up her team, is a, a person called the Dr. Rodin, and has in dreams met him. Uh, Rochelle is a marvelous uh, person. She uh, has an MS uh, in uh, in social work, and she is a, a, a state licensed counselor in the state of Washington. She's developed a method uh, that by which her clients sitting in her office who are grieving for someone on the other side can have an afterlife connection with them. And uh, they're anxious to come through from the other side because they want to help the person heal. Uh, and they not only heal. Mm-hmm. 
Yes, yeah. they, they, they want to. Actually, Rochelle has been twice uh, on Seek Reality Radio. Um, the second time, just a few weeks ago, and she actually brought um, someone who had been helped. And hearing her testimony was was remarkable. Uh, Rochelle is a, a sweet, lovely, selfless woman, um, unassuming, but powerful, <laughs> powerful mind. Um, mm-hmm. And just to meet her is another reason to want to be at this conference because yeah. um, she's not doing it as much for individuals anymore. She's primarily training therapists who will be able all over the United States now, pretty much. There are people within a reasonable drive who can help you with uh, with Rochelle's method of connecting with the dead. I've talked mm-hmm. with several people, actually, who have done it through um, Rochelle's technique. And... Um, in every single case, they were transformed. They told me what well, one woman said that she was she didn't think she could put another foot in front of front of another foot. She just was so deep in grief. She she spent a day with Rochelle. She connected with her husband. They spent a lot of time together, and now they do it regularly. She, she and her husband. And she said, I, "My grief went from ten plus plus to uh, zero or one." Yeah, yeah. And in we actually have day. the data. It, it's just mm-hmm. you're a scientist, so you think about the data. I'm, I I just yeah. think about the joy of that one woman's joy in having mm-hmm. had having found that solution is to me worth all the talk that we could possibly do to get other people to understand what's going on because yeah. uh, there's no there's no replacement for that. There's no there's no shortcut to happiness when you've lost someone except to be able to make that connection again. Yeah, it, it, it's life changing. So everyone who goes through this experience, and as you say, it happens in one session, so that they can come into one session with Rochelle. And the sessions are long. Sometimes they're uh, five, six, seven hours long. And when after they finish the session, they walk out of it, they, they come in and they're sobbing and in deep grief and, and don't know whether they're going to be able to go on with their lives. And they walk out and they're joyful and they're happy and they're hugging Rochelle and and their uh, whole lives have changed. And she's trained over 40 psychotherapists to do this now. So we've got them all over the United States. Uh, we have them in Belgium, uh, in uh, in India. There are psychotherapists who are right now being trained, and we're going to be. She's going to actually be training some at the conference. So anyone who wants wow. to have training can come to the conference, and she's going to do a training workshop there. Uh, it's only for state licensed psychotherapists. They must be state licensed. And she will train them in this method, and she is over 95% successful in bringing people to this point at which they can have afterlife connections with the person for whom they're grieving. And, and as you say, the, the, in the study that we done, did of the re- reduction in grief, uh, the reduction was an 85% reduction uh, on average across all the people who had had these sessions in one single session, 85% reduction. And that continued because of the fact that they continued their relationship. And much of this is is talking about not just knowing uh, and having contact with the person on the other side, but then engaging in a whole new relationship. It isn't that they're gone. It's that you have a new relationship. and, uh, And now people can establish that relationship. And as you say, with with Carol, she's she's having regular com- communication with Mikey and Maria, who um, Maria is going Pay to be, was here just mm-hmm. a few weeks ago. She'll be there as well. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, Maria Pay, whose uh, two sons had been murdered by her father, their, uh, her ex husband, their father, and uh, and she was desperate to con- connect with them. And uh, she learned how through meditation, she was able to connect with them. And she's going to describe the process that she went through 
and the gradual method that she had learned to communicate. And she came to the point at which regularly now she goes to what she calls the upper realm. And in the upper realm, there she able to, is able to meet with them. And they sit down at the picnic table and they, and they talk with each other and, and have communication. And they actually, uh, in one instance, they, uh, they took her on what amounted to a ride. They, they showed her how they can levitate and, and, uh, and move around. And, and, uh, it was an exciting time for her. But she's able now to communicate regularly with them. And, uh, you know, I think the Carol's communications with Mikey are just marvelous. But you had mentioned that uh, they can manipulate. The other side can manipulate the physical realm. What seems to be happening is they can manipulate it in ways that will not interfere with our free will. Right. So, in other words, they, uh, they it is possible at times, and they say they're given permission. I, I was given permission to, and, and when they describe it, I was given permission to uh, stop that car from 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 hitting my daughter uh, in the physical realm. So that they are able to do physical things like that that are that are remarkable. But most of the time, nearly all of the time. They're only able to manipulate things that don't interfere with our free will, so that they can have uh, leaving coins lying around yes. to let them let us know that there are butterflies coming in, or in one case, a hummingbird that that, that came in because uh, it had been associated with a woman's daughter who uh, who loved hummingbirds, and the hummingbird uh, then actually took up residence uh, in when the mother was having a very difficult time in grief and. So they're able to manipulate things like that in the physical realm that don't seem to really interfere with our, with our free will. Uh, and they can do that fairly easily, but we can't just wait for that. We don't have to wait for those kinds of right. physical signs. Right. We can actually communicate with them anytime that we want. And uh, using the self-guided afterlife connection program that, that is available free on the Internet, people are now sitting down and they just relax into it and have a communication with their loved one on the other side anytime they want. Many people are doing it every day. They just It's a normal part of their day, like talking to their uh, loved one over the breakfast table. And, and uh, so now they're doing it regularly. So we know we can do it, and then people are very successful with it. But let's talk about where this is happening. We, we, we've talked here about the physics of actually all of reality. Um, there are something like, of which we're aware, um, Eight-ish, although there, it's more like a rainbow. It isn't uh, onion stripes. It's a rainbow of energy levels. And um, the lowest of which seems to be, although I don't think anyone knows for sure, seems to be the material level. But they're all in the same place. They're all energy. And uh, we, we are beca- and, they're, and they're all mind. They're all created by an inside mind. Mind is the, is the sort of core reality and the only thing that exists. Every one of our minds is part of eternal mind. So we're all one being. To talk about separation, um, uh, <laughs> I love this quote. Einstein said separation, our, our, our notion of separation may be an illusion of consciousness. And he was right about that. It's an illusion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So where is all of this happening? It's happening in eternal mind. Um, our minds are in contact with and involved with the minds of our loved ones. And we can, when we allow it to happen, we can become so intimately involved with our minds that we have real physical experiences. Um, they talk about beautiful scenes, walking on a beach, physical hugs that they can feel, um, long conversations uh, in words, <laughs> people talking. Um, mm-hmm. It's all happening. It's, a, it's as real as the, as the room around you now. It's happening in eternal mind. 
Um, it, once we free ourselves from the notion that physicality has any particular value, which it doesn't, it's only, this is only one of, of as I say, at least eight levels of reality of which we're aware. Once we, we stop thinking that this is kind of important, we, we start to under, understand and accept um, that that's where the contact really happens. But, but when it's as real to you as the room around you, it's real. It doesn't matter where it's happening. And some of the people who've done your method have have uh, had very vivid physical experiences as well, right? No, they've had wonderful experiences. Uh, they have uh, had hugs, kisses. They've uh, walked on the beach and and uh, been taking tours of the afterlife. Uh, and these are they have the physical sensation. So it's not just that they have their eyes closed and they're experiencing this. They actually feel in their in their body. Uh, one woman. Uh, as she was having her experience, uh, her husband on the other side said to her, put two fingers up to your cheek. And so she put her, t- her uh, two fingers up to her cheek, and she could feel her fingers moving. And he was actually moving them around her face and over her lips and, and on her cheek and, oh. and uh, was uh, and giving this experience of, of uh, touching her through her fingers and was manipulating the entire thing. So they're, wow. they're just marvelous physical experiences that people are having as well as the mental experience of, of uh, going on tours of the afterlife. And, uh, and, and Maria was doing the same thing when she goes to the upper realm. She, goes, uh, she actually goes on a little trip. Uh, so yeah. that she goes through a process where she, she walks across. The, 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 she first drops all of her cares into a deep, dark well uh, so that she doesn't take them along with her. And after she's dropped them, she walks across the field, and then she gets on a cloud and goes to the upper realm. And there, she's with her two sons, and she spends wow. time with them, and she speaks with them. And, and there's also a, a, a dog there that we know that all of our pets are in the afterlife. All of our pets are there waiting for us, and they're taken care of by the people who are there, and they they very willingly relinquish them to us when we go over to the other side. But their dog, uh, uh, a dog there, who's a, a collie named Dylan, uh, stays with them. Actually, Dylan was, was the person, was the entity or the, the uh, being that met them when they went to the other side. Uh, and so she had, they have this experience, and, and she's there with Dylan, and she's there with her sons, and they're they're sitting at this uh, at a table, and then they're talking, and they're going through experiences. So these are very physical as well as mental experiences that people are having. Um, we're a little bit long, but I think that uh, I think that was worth it. I wanted to hear about Dylan, um, but we just have one more quick break to take. This is Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes on the Contact Talk Radio Network. You are an eternal being. You never began. You never will end. And when you really understand that, it will change everything in your life. Our guest today is the wonderful Dr. R. Craig Hogan, and we'll be right back. Afterlife researcher Victor Zamet has long been a leader in the field of helping us understand what is going on. Like Roberta Grimes, Victor is an attorney. Like her, he was dissatisfied with the scientific and religious explanations of reality. So he did what lawyers do. He examined the evidence. And when he drew the same set of conclusions that every open-minded researcher has drawn, he began to educate the world. 
Roberta considers the free Friday Afterlife report that Victor and Wendy Zamet produce to be indispensable access to fresh information about our one reality. Go to victorzamet.com and sign up to receive their wonderful Friday Afterlife report. That's V-I-C-T-O-R-Z-A-M-M-I-T dot com. It's the best news you'll read all week. When Roberta Grimes studied the afterlife evidence, she learned a lot more than what happens when we die. She also discovered that we actually are perfectly loving, eternal beings. To help us explore who we really are, she's begun a multi-generational fictional saga that she calls Letters from Love. Letter from Freedom and Letter from Money begin the series, and Letter from Wonder is due in the fall. They read like fantasy romance, but they are the glorious truth. Also, enjoy Roberta's My Thomas, the beautiful tale of Thomas Jefferson's marriage. Her new novel, Rich and Famous, is a romance set in the go-go 80s. Check out robertagrimes.com to learn more. Knowing the truth about our eternal lives changes everything. Welcome back to Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes on the Contact Talk Radio Network. We're talking with Dr. R. Craig Hogan about the conference in Scottsdale. This is an an epic, world-changing conference. It's happening in just in the United States in Scottsdale, Arizona, the 11th to the 13th of July. Um, And if you go to ASCSI.org, you can learn more about it. Um, There are still spaces. It's still possible to to join us at the conference uh, or even come for part of the conference if there are people you especially want to connect with. But as... uh, the, the person who most organized this, I, I give him 85% of the credit at least, is, is Dr. Hogan. Um, he has contacts with all of these people. And charm, obviously charm far more than I have because he persuaded people to come from all over the world to present to us in one place and to tell us what's going on um, with a, a sort of cutting edge in the area of afterlife communication. Um, and, Craig, you were telling us about what... what uh, first about what Rochelle is doing. Tell us about her website and her book. Um, Rochelle's website is uh, rochellewrites.com. We explain more about it, both about what she's doing and about what I'm doing with Self-Guided Afterlife Connections at afterlifeconnections.org. So if anybody wants to get on, it's afterlifeconnections.org, and that explains them. Uh, and uh, she has, has written, uh, she and I have written a book together called Guided Afterlife Connections. It contains the cases of people who have had these experiences, and it explains what she does and uh, how she does it, and, and then the testimonies of these people and what happened to them in these experiences, and they're marvelous. Uh, and uh, what she does then, they come through from the other side willingly, very anxiously, because they want to help the person to stop grieving 
that's the great desire of, of those on the other side when they say yes. that if there's anything that they that they wish that they could do, if the, the great burden that they have when they cross over is that they wish they could let the people on the earth plane know I'm fine, yes. I'm healthy, you know. And they say, you know, you know, I wasn't able to walk when just before I had passed, and and now I'm able to walk. More than that, I'm able to dance and I can dance. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I can dance. It's just wonderful. Right. In fact, we had. One of the uh, self-guided afterlife connections we had, uh, uh, a, uh, a woman had the connection with her mother and father on the other side, and um, and her mother uh, on the other side said to her, you know, uh, we have something exciting to tell you. Uh, we're, we're dancing. And she didn't understand what that meant because they, they did dance. You know, they went to, they would hold each other and dance and regular dancing on this side. And, and uh, she said, well, that, I know you could dance. And she said, her mother on the other side said, no, 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 I don't mean just dance. We're really dancing. We're doing ballet on the oh, other geez. side. And uh, and she said, and your father's doing it too. And, of course, she would never have expected that for father. And then he chimed oh. in and said, yes, I'm, we are, are dancing ballet on this side. Uh, and and this uh, the, the fact that these things come through from those on the other side during the self-guided afterlife connections is another validation. There are things that people would not make up, would not expect. No, they no. have nothing to do with the imagination. Uh, the fact that her mother would come through and say, "We're we're actually dan- dancing ballet on this side," and the father would chime in and say, "Yes, we are." And uh, wonderful <laughs> experiences. Uh, so uh, there are things that are that happen in these experiences that Rochelle is also having people go through that are similar to that. They will come through. In one instance, she had a woman had been having great difficulties in her life because she had been given up for adoption when she was very young, and she felt like her mother had rejected her. And it was very difficult for her to get over that, and she carried that burden. And so she was having uh, her guided afterlife connection with Rochelle, sitting in Rochelle's uh, psychotherapist's office, and uh, she was uh, having a guided afterlife connection for, then she was connected with a friend who had recently passed away and she had felt very, very bad about it. And she did connect with her friend, but then she was very surprised to see that her, her birth mother came through and her, her birth mother, whom she had not thought about possibly coming through, her birth mother came through and said, I have loved you. I always loved you. I will never stop loving you. That umbilical cord that joined us is still there in spirit, that you and I are joined and we will always be joined, and it was life-changing for her. So those on the other side actually take advantage of this opportunity to come through to help to heal people on this side. Uh, they're helping with our, with our period in, in earth school. They're helping us to learn and helping us to change and grow and, and, and to be happier and to, to uh, follow our bliss on this side of life. So they're very anxious to come through, and they're doing that in Rochelle's sessions. And all these 40 psychotherapists who are very successful now, uh, in the last training program that, that Rochelle had, they do this guided afterlife connection with each other as part of the experience of learning how to do the guided afterlife connections. And they were 100, 100% successful in doing them with each other. Wow. So they just sat there, and in the first time and you know, in this session, when they were learning how to do it, they were immediately able to do it with each other. This is all very, this is thrilling for me. It's thrilling that we're able to help so many more people know about this stuff. Uh, because one of the frustrations I've had is is knowing the truth does change everything in your life. Um, the people that I know who 
uh, have done the research that we've done, um, all have transformed their lives in the same way that, that you and I have. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. what's important changes very much. Um, we, the, the most important thing does become loving and helping other people and caring about others. And, uh, and that's something which I look forward to having uh, the world know, um, the world uh, understand. Because think how that will change the world when everybody understands and everybody knows that life is eternal, or most people do, uh, and starts living as if life is eternal. Um, nowadays, we have people sort of grasping for as much as they can get, even though they may be, may be Christians, they may believe in God and heaven, but that's then, this is now. Um, it's hard to believe that life is eternal until you really personally experience mm-hmm. these changes in your own life. And to have, I, I just want everyone to have these experiences and have to be able to understand just how true it is that your mind is eternal. Because then, believe me, you stop caring about money. You stop mm-hmm. caring about, as you know, you stop caring mm-hmm. about anything except growing your own mind and growing the minds of everyone around you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think it really will change everything. Death. Mm-hmm. Losing your fear of death is important because mm-hmm. what I've learned is that the fear of death is the base fear. All of mm-hmm. our other fears stem from that, 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 you know, that fear of extinction, um, which is death. And when you no longer fear death at all because you mm-hmm. understand what's really going on, you also no longer fear anything else, anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, don't you find it's that's true? true? And it's yeah, so it's true. And, uh, yeah, yeah, I had a woman the other day that uh, people do call in and talk to me about uh, issues that are on their mind, and and she said, uh, you know, I just uh, I'm beginning to understand, but I don't fully understand yet. But uh, do you, do you really feel that uh, when you uh, pass away, that you're uh, going to continue with your life on the other side? And I, and I said, uh, I do more than that. I look forward to it. Yeah, I look too. forward to that. As a, this is a different this is a different stage in my life. Uh, yes. I won't be leaving things behind because of the fact that the people I love are going to be there with me. You know, the, this yeah. is the, uh, we're just uh, right now, it's rather like we walked into a theater and the lights go down and, and we watch this drama that's going on on stage and, and the protagonist then, then has things happen that make us cry and, and, uh, and then we're joyful and we laugh and, and we're just enjoying it all together. And we go through this, this entire drama and the lights come back up and we walk out arm in arm with our loved ones and we go on to another show. And that's all that's, it is. That's, that's right. Is. And, yeah. and, and, you, and we, we, we do look forward to the next stage. But um, mm-hmm. what we want to get as much as we can from this, frankly. If it's school, yes. I'd like to try to ace it. Um, mm-hmm. and, and maybe then I can spend more time there where it's a heck of a lot more fun than it is here. Um, mm-hmm. I think Craig and I are, will, will do um, a, a broadcast before long about exactly the details of what it's like to live there and why it's so much more fun. Oh my goodness, is it more fun there? Um, mm-hmm. So, so, so that's something we'll have to put on our calendar. The, the little what made me think of that was the, the the two old people now young and learning ballet. One of the things that um, most of the reading I did was early twentieth century, and one of the things that came up again and again and again, at least were you know poor people, maybe lower middle class people who had died, and um, that always wanted to learn to play a musical instrument mm-hmm. or learn to do needlework or learn to do something that that was just not part of their life experience here in the late 19th century and they were doing it i'm Mm -hmm. learning to play the piano but but i'm learning with 
from Mozart how to play the piano. It yeah. was, and, and they talk about how their minds are so much stronger there that it's easy to learn to play the piano there. Mm-hmm. So this explains yeah. to me why we have prodigies here, people who seem to know how to do things without having to be taught. Well, they, they were taught. They were taught by people at a much higher, higher level than we are mm-hmm. how to do yeah, these things. That's true, and and uh, people don't realize how much uh, the individuals on this side are are uh, being inspired by those on the other side. So someone yes. who is uh, a brilliant artist or a, a musician uh, is being inspired that, that there are people on the other side who have taken them under their wing and are working with them to help them to uh, and and those who are sent, such as Mozart, you know, someone uh, th- what they describe is. Uh, that they have this uh, the entire score, then all of the music yes. uh, comes to them immediately as a whole. They don't yes. understand where it comes from, and all they have to do then is write it down. And the reason it comes to them as a whole, uh, that, and all they have to do is write it down, is because they're being inspired by the people on the other side. And, and, and it was uh, written there, and they're just mm-hmm. the, the same. Sometimes is true of books, um, mm-hmm. but. But uh, this is this, we, we do have to do a, a to talk specifically about this stuff because I think we I sort of know it so I have to keep remembering most people don't know it. Um, mm-hmm. we're, we're coming unfortunately to the end of our time together. Our Craig Hogan is heading up the conference in July in Scottsdale. ASCSI.org for more information. Um, this is going to be a, a groundbreaking conference on afterlife communication and, and what's happening right on the cutting edge. So if you can possibly be there, I hope you'll join us. I'm Roberta Grimes. My books are The Fun of Dying, Find Out What Really Happens Next. And I've got four novels out, many more to come. I'm having a lot of fun with novels. My Thomas is the story of Thomas Jefferson's brief and beautiful marriage. It was first published by Doubleday in 1993. Rich and Famous is a coming-of-age novel set in the 80s, first published in 1992. Now they're both out again. Letter from Freedom and Letter from Money begin the Letters from Love series, where I Look at what I've learned from the dead and see how we might use it to transform our lives. But meanwhile, they're, they're, they're about a rich family, and they're fun just, just from the perspective of being novels. The third novel in that series, Letter from Wonder, is due in the fall. And my new book about communicating with the dead, The Fun of Staying in Touch, comes out in August. And if you're interested in what we've talked about today, there's a book, Afterlife Communication, you can get on Amazon that was written by the people who are going to be presenting in a month in Scottsdale. So if you can't uh, get there, the next best thing is to get Afterlife Communication on Amazon. You'll find details, of, meanwhile, about all my books at robertagrimes.com. Craig, tell us the website of your um, self-guided uh, Afterlife Connections. Yeah, you, you can get to the information about it. The easiest way is with, at afterlifeconnections.org. And it's a .org, it's not a .com, because it's a nonprofit. Uh, we don't charge anything for this. So it's entirely free. People can get on and do it. But you can find out about both the Guided Afterlife Connections and Self-Guided Afterlife Connections at afterlifeconnections.org. Join us next week, please. Our guest is going to be Bob Frank, who is a past life regression therapist. And I've had experience myself with past life regression therapy. So please join us. I can tell you it works, and we'll talk about why it works and and hear some of his stories next week. Um, Again, that's Bob Frank. Meanwhile, visit afterlifeforums.com and join the discussion. And now, go out and make the most of this coming week in our one reality, knowing that you are a powerful, eternal being and you are infinitely loved. You've been listening to Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes. 
joyous conversations about your eternal life. To learn more, tune in every Saturday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. For lively and positive discussions, visit www.afterlifeforums.com. To contact Roberta, email her at roberta at seekreality.com. Wishing you a productive week empowered by the truth of who you really are.